I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. I wish for death upon the Nova Alliance. We all have a choice, Peter Lad. One wish. You killed my family. They killed mine. I must have vengeance before the guilt tears my soul apart. For ten years, I've been making the Alliance pay. The Trade Alliance Agreement could be the next best thing for civilization. I will not rest until I have obliterated the torpedoes You away. cannot undo the past, Dolian. You can only wish something new for the future. You can't kill her! But killing him won't do you no good! Stay out of this old man! Pete? Pete! The Nebulous Saga. Learn more at thenebulousaga.com Hey, you hear that? That's what home field sounds like. It's how you know it's time to go for the win. Gambet DC is your home field advantage for sports betting. Bet from almost anywhere in DC with an easy to use app and convenient betting locations district wide. Online, in app, or in person. Get the home field advantage with Gambet DC. Must be 18 or older to bet. Please play responsibly. Hey, Mike. Glad you could join me for some great seafood. Me too. Wait, why are you dressed in fishing gear? You said we were going out to catch great seafood, right? Yes, to Popeye's. Do you even know how to fish? No, I thought you did. Oh, yeah. I could catch pretty good seafood at Popeye's. Let's go. Let Popeye's do the fishing while you enjoy our delicious signature seafood. Get Popeye's flounder fish sandwich or shrimp tackle box before they're gone. Limited time at participating U.S. restaurants. Hey everybody, really quick announcement today. As you know, we've been doing our 10,000 listener giveaway and we've actually gone way past that. We hit 15,000 prior to this episode, so I can't tell you how happy I am and how thankful I am that you guys are loving the show and sharing it. Thank you so, so much. The winners of our very first giveaway have been chosen. The winners are Three Spooked Girls, Mama of Jay-Z, and LU67 on iTunes. So if you haven't talked to us yet, reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook and we'll send you your prize. We're giving away one piece of merchandise a month to a selected winner. You guys get to pick your own prize. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, you name it. 
all How I Died swag. You can see more of it on Twitter. And once again, we're going to be doing this every single month, not just months that we're airing, too. Our show is going to be giving away one piece of merch every single month. So if you haven't yet, head to iTunes and leave us a review. Simple as that, and we'll enter your name into the drawing for the monthly giveaway. After these three winners, right now we've got less than 30 other people in the pool, so that's really good odds of winning a prize. Head to iTunes, leave us a review. We really, really appreciate it, and it helps other people find and enjoy the show, too. Thank you so much. Enjoy this episode. I know you're going to love it. Excuse me. Oh, pardon, pardon me. Excuse me. Coming through. Hello, let me by. Everybody back up, please. Excuse me. Let him through. Jesus. Thanks. What's going on? High profile case. Vanderbilt family. I'm not familiar. They're the founders of the town. Been here for generations. Now, they're opening up this new apartment complex on the east side. And as luck would have it, we've got a body on the first day of showing. I gotta say, I'm kind of surprised that you called me in on this one. Why? Well, after our talk in the woods and, you know, the whole thing with the bunker. This should be an open and shut insurance case. I need you to confirm the death here so that we can give the press a statement saying that the Vanderbilt family was in no way responsible, okay? Okay, guess we won't talk about it. And that is a woman's body on the pavement. Audio Media presents How I Died. We've cut off the surrounding area from the public, but that didn't stop a crowd from forming around the tape. Why are there so many people here? I was just getting used to no one caring about deaths in this town. Vanderbilt name. Man, what in the hell happened here? That looks like quite an impact. See the window way up there? The big-ass floor-to-ceiling section missing? Fourth story up. Looks like one of the panes is missing. Was she pushed through? That's what we need you to confirm. I'm 99% sure she wasn't. We've got a couple off to the side right now. They were looking at the apartment when our victim, Natalie Rowe, fell through the window. Hmm. That doesn't sound like something that happens out of the blue. Thing is, these windows are supposed to be shatterproof. Definitely looks shattered to me. Actually, shatterproof glass can still break. It just has plastic on both sides that's supposed to hold it together. Well, it's broken now. Huh. The way these shards are strewn around the body, it looks like the glass was whole until it hit the ground. So it didn't break in the actual window. No, it didn't. Hmm. Tell you what, give me a few minutes to take a look at this and I'll have an answer for you. Good. Stay away from the couple and don't talk to the public. Yes, ma'am. I'd better get a full page in the Times. Natalie? Yep, that was me. Natalie Rowe, real estate mogul cut down in her prime. Real estate princess falls to tragic end in shoddy building accident. Miss Rowe... I can hear you. Excuse me? You? Yeah. My name is John. I'm with You, the... of all people, can hear me. Not the press or that dashing sheriff. I'd really like to figure out what happened here. I just told you what happened. 
I was cruelly robbed of my wonderful life. Yeah, but how? Well, I fell out of the damn window, obviously. Did it shatter? No. You see, I've worked on Vanderbilt constructions before. These windows are bullets and shatterproof, so I did my normal routine of pushing and pounding on it to show the clients, and it popped right out of the pane, and so did I. You pushed on the window until... Splat. Tragic. Hmm. Victim's body shows no traces of glass shards in her clothing, visible skin, or hair. It appears that the glass shattered upon impact with the ground, but... Let's see. I'll take a few photos of the glass here for reference before we move your body. I hope these bastards get sued for all they're worth. There are some large chunks in different areas, so it definitely looks like it shattered when it hit the ground and then kind of scattered all over the place. Let's take a look at your body here. I'm not noticing any deep lacerations that would suggest falling through the glass window. There's definitely some cuts and scrapings here, and a little bit of blood around this scene, but... Hmm... There actually appears to be very little glass in her hair, which suggests that it didn't shatter on top of her. There are some bones in her neck that definitely look broken. I'm noting a broken collarbone and some bruising that's indicating an internal bleed from an impact. Nothing's immediately standing out to me as if she was hit or pushed. I'll have to take a look at the scene upstairs to make sure. Hell, I hope I own this damn complex when my lawyers are through. Glad to see you're taking this well. I want a goddamn statue of me in the center of this shit town. Yeah, I will ask about that. I'll be right back. We don't have definitive evidence yet. When we do, we'll be comfortable making a statement. Thank you. Crowley. Yeah? You got something? I think so. There isn't an overabundance of glass on the victim's body, and it seems to indicate that the window is whole when it popped out. Dr. Spacer! I need to get up to the scene to check and be sure. But if there are no glass shards up there, we can be fairly certain that it didn't break until it hit the ground. All right, let's get you up there. Dr. Spacer! It's me, from the hospital! Ah, you again. Curtis. You know him? Came to my office a few days ago asking about you. We're working, Curtis! Please leave. I knew I'd find you here. Big case, huh? Are you going to use your magic to solve it? (laughs) My magic? Let's go. Wait, wait! Who were you just talking to, Doctor? What? Over by the body. It looked like you were having a conversation. I was just talking to myself. Just ignore him, John. No, it's okay. I record audio notes for all of the case files. Oh. You sure it wasn't someone else? Curtis, I'm going to tell you one last time. Fuck off and stop spouting your conspiracy bullshit. We're working. Sure. Sure. I'll see you later, Dr. Spacer. Up here. Emergency stairwell. (sighs) Forget him. What was he asking about me? You specifically? Who knows? Asking all kinds of weirdo questions. But that's not unusual for him. Is this a regular thing? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You could say that. Guy's a nut job. I've had run-ins with him a few times over the years. It's always one thing or another. Usually aliens or government conspiracy crap. It'll blow over. Has he ever gotten confrontational? What do you mean? Oh, it's nothing. I've just seen him around a few times and he's kind of giving me a creepy vibe. I wouldn't worry about him. He's harmless. Well, it's just that 
After the whole Springfield Corporation thing, I think I may have an idea as to what's going on around here. What does that mean? I'm referring to those storms that you saw, and potentially why everyone around here seems to be acting so crazy. And also, what happened to your son. Don't you fucking dare, John. You don't know anything about anything. Look, I know you don't want to talk about it, and I'm not trying to insert myself into the situation, but... I swear to God, John. (sighs) I'm just trying to find an explanation. Stop talking. Stop it right now. I think the flares caused some sort of health and mental problems in the people in this town. If you've got theories, that is fucking fantastic. Go talk to Curtis about them. I'm sure he would love it. But you leave me and my son out of this shit. Fine. I'm sorry. I don't want to know. And unless you pry into my life, that's all the better. Hmm. Bad stuff happens sometimes, John, and you gotta deal with it. And some things, some things are just better left unexplained. How can you say that? Just, just drop it. All I care about is that we get in, we do our jobs, and we get out. That's it. I thought you of all people would want to know. Jeez, you, you treat this like a damn social hour. You know, I have friends to talk about my shit to, Okay. Yeah, I can see that. You should try it sometime. You know, making friends. I got it. Or maybe, I don't know, a hobby of some kind. That way you can stop acting like a wannabe investigative journalist. Okay, okay. I get the picture. Here we are. Just go ahead and... Wow. You were not kidding when you said luxury apartments. Didn't expect something this fancy in Springfield, huh? Well... Honestly, I was just trying to change the subject, but this is kind of extravagant, especially for here. Um, Vanderbilt's have money, and I guess they've heard about the reputation we've been getting. Guess they expect more fancy people to move here. People want to live here? Nation's highest death rate attracts a certain clientele. Well, I'm sure someone being killed in a freak accident would only help the property value. <laughs> what happened to not jumping to conclusions? Huh. It's not my conclusion yet, it's just where the evidence is pointing. Look, the room's all yours. I'm gonna go see if the deputy's questioning can corroborate your evidence. I've got the only set of keys and the door auto-locks, so leave it cracked. Got it. Listen, I'm sorry I brought it back... uh, up. Alright, let me shuffle my way around this carpet. Starting at the doorway area, it doesn't look like there are any flecks of glass... Which leads me to believe that if someone had pushed Natalie Rowe through the window, they'd also have some glass on their clothing. I'll have to remind the deputy when we get back down there to take the clothes for evidence. I'm not seeing anything around the perimeter, and there's no indication of any signs of glass in the immediate area. I'm not finding glass shards anywhere. If it was cleaned, this was done incredibly well. There also doesn't seem to be any sign of a struggle. Honestly, it still looks like a showroom up here. The only glaring issue is the lack of a window in the frame on the far wall. As I'm approaching the frame, I still see no signs of glass shards, although my gut is telling me that there are none to find. This whole place is the most innocent-looking crime scene I've ever been to. Yet someone is still dead. Holy shit, what are you doing here? I came to talk to you. You're not allowed up here. 
You just said it's barely a crime scene. I won't disturb anything. I'm, uh, I'm gonna call the sheriff. Why are you backing up? Are you afraid of me? You need to go. Relax. If anything, I want us to be friends, and I can keep a secret. What secret? I don't know what you're talking about. Are you recording this? What? Why? That recorder in your hand. I saw it last time, too. Do you record everything? No. Not everything. (laughs) Interesting. Does anyone else know what's on those tapes? What are you trying to imply? Something is going on with you, isn't it? You can tell me. No, no. You don't need to turn it off. Look, you are clearly experiencing some kind of trauma from your accident. I know something happened in that ER. I keep having these visions. Just talk to me. We can share this together. I'm trying to be honest and to be cordial with you, but I really don't know what this is. Who were you talking to down there? Get away from the window. It's a long way down. Curtis, listen to me. Back up. Were you talking to the... dead lady? Did she answer you? Just come over here and we can talk. I'm not gonna jump. But if I did, what do you think I'd find? What do you want from me? The truth, Dr. Spacer. That's it. (laughs) I'll see you soon. Damn it. By the window frame, I'm not noticing any glass shards anywhere. I'm not seeing anything in any of the ridges or grooves around here either. It just kind of looked like it popped out. There's no sign of damage, anything. It seems like a fluke. A one in a million chance that you just happen to be right there. At the wrong time. Oh, God. Why did I come back up to the ER then? I should have just stayed downstairs. I wouldn't have had to lie to Crowley again. And then Curtis never would have seen me. I could have just come upstairs with some details about that Sean guy later. God damn it. I need to be more careful with this. What do I do about Curtis? I can't tell him, obviously. That's insane. Do I even tell Crowley that he came up here? Maybe we can file a restraining order. Maybe I could convince everybody else that he's crazy. That shouldn't be very hard, right? I mean, he's talking about convincing people that I see ghosts. (sighs) Maybe I should have just pushed him out of the window when I had the chance. Curtis is back and creepier than ever. It's really starting to ramp up and show our true villain of this season. And that was something that I really wanted to do with this show. You've heard me talk about it before. I take a lot of inspiration from like crime style procedural shows on TV and Bones being one of my favorites. They've done really, really well with having memorable villains every single season. And that's something that I really wanted to do. Hopefully this episode and the coming episodes really point to Curtis as this memorable villain that will stick with you we are just ramping up. This is like the turning point of when you see what's really going to happen with this season. So stay tuned. I can't wait for you guys to listen. We've got four episodes left, 10, 11, 12, and 13 is the finale. So if you can't wait to listen or you want more content, head to patreon.com slash how I died. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash 
How I Died, one word. We have bonus episodes, behind the scenes commentary, and you can even listen to the entire series right now. You can listen to those last four episodes on Patreon. So head there, check it out. Not everything is behind the paywall either. Completely free and you can read director's commentary on every single episode. If you like these little outros where I tell you a little bit about the show, you're going to love these fully written, explained details about the show. I'm talking behind the scenes stuff, rewrites, discussions of the actors that played the characters and how we went back and forth, little details about what's going on in Springfield that you might not know otherwise, as well as clues for things you can piece together because we still have a huge mystery that no one's solved yet. So head to patreon.com slash how I died, check out the free content, and then if you feel like you can, we would really appreciate any donations you can make. But no pressure, head there, check it out. Trust me, you'll enjoy it. Thanks again so much for listening. We will see you next week. Unless, of course, you're a patron of the show, in which case we will see you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new content three days a week. Thanks so much. Have a good night, guys. Until next time, you know the deal. Now let's get into the credits. How I Died is an audio media original production, co-starring Vince DiGianni as John Spacer and Shayna Waring as Sheriff Fran Crowley. This episode featured amazing guest performances by Ashley Kay as Natalie Rowe and David Dixon as Curtis. Audio editing and sound design was done by Vince Dijani with mastering by Alexander Mark. Sound effects and foley provided by freesound.org are created in-house at Audio Media. The How I Died theme song was created by Mike Lynch at silentmikemusic.com. And special thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. Without you guys, we wouldn't be able to continue making this awesome show and providing the additional content that we have. So we really appreciate not only your listens, but also your support. Thank you to Amanda Friedlander, Amy Smith, Andrew Cratchwell, Austin Faust, Curtis Montalbano, Eric Howell, Jessica E. Guerrero, Marcus Smith, Marsha Maggie, Michael Lynch, Nathan Boyce, Paula Small, Ray Snoke, Roe Thorne, and Teresa Waring. Check it out, patreon.com slash howidied. Thank you again for listening, and until next episode, try not to die. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Lowe's always has more ways for you to save. On top of our everyday low prices, pros can save big when buying in bulk. Or if your purchase is over $1,500, ask about our volume savings program. A pro associate can provide a customized quote. Ask about our volume savings programs today. It always pays to be a pro at Lowe's. While supplies last, minimum purchase required. Selection varies by location. Lowe's reserves the right to limit quantities. Volume discount pricing quotes are valid up to seven days. Visit your local pro desk to learn more and start saving. Offers subject to change may not be available in all Lowe's stores. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. 
and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.